Hey, I'm Chris Cuomo. I tell you that I want your feedback, and I mean it. 516-412-6307. Call, give your comment, and I will go through them. And by I, I mean Greg. And then we will discuss, and that's what we're going to do right now. Please leave your email. So I know how to thank and come back and exchange whatever information you're asking for. Leave your email, phone call, nice. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Prize Picks. Prize Picks, man, if you like DFS, this is the way to go. America's number one fantasy sports app. Three million members. Why? Easy, exciting, plenty of action. Makes watching the sports, makes watching the players more fun. You just pick more or less on two or more player stats. And if you're any good, winnings roll in. And now you can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn 100 into 10,000. You can turn 10 bucks into 1,000. Basketball, hockey, college, you know, all the different entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. You ready to get started with Prize Picks? Download the app today. Use code CCP. You'll get a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Again, download the app today. Use the code CCP. You get a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Done With Debt. Let me tell you, we're all dealing with it, especially in American culture, right? Because we're so credit sensitive. We have so much available credit. People take advantage of it. Often it takes advantage of them. High interest credit cards are real. Loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. Inflation keeps just taking away what you can pay, keeps you stuck in almost a paycheck to paycheck existence. Done with debt can be a lifeline. Done with debt has this ingenious new system that gives you a way to deal with debt faster and easier than you probably thought possible. See, Done with Debt analyzes all the debt options that you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills, cut interest rates. They have a skilled staff of negotiators that know how to get debt out of your life. Ready? Permanently. Done with Debt has a bunch of experts. They've been doing this and they know the best strategies to reduce and remove debt from your life. But you gotta hurry because some debt solutions are time sensitive. Here's how easy they'll make it. If you go to donewithdebt.com, that's donewithdebt.com, right? D-O-N-E-W-I-T-H-D-E-B-T.com, you can find the answers to your debt problems. Hi, Chris. This is Chris from California. Love the show. I started meeting Marcus Aurelius and still seeing him after listening to you. So thank you. I had a request. Um, I hear you talking to your guests about multiple political parties, ranked choice voting, proportional allocation, to the winner take all, all that election stuff. I agree with all of it, but I don't want to start believing my own BS. So I want to ask that you speak with an expert who can deep dive uh, with you on the specifically to the advantages, the disadvantages where it could fall down, what do you do to prevent that? How could it be implemented in the U.S. realistically? 
what we learn from other countries. Not just a yes-no argument, but an actual deep dive and analysis. Thanks again. Great show. You are a critical thinker, and I appreciate that. You should want to debate. You should want the ideas laid out with a plus-minus, and I am an expert. What I'm saying is the first step really would be about people leaving the parties, Democrat and Republican, okay? Why? We got to get away from team and tribe. George Washington said, don't be about parties, be a nation. That is all. Those are his words. We have to get back to that, where you're voting for people and ideas and what works for you, not some group think that's a function of some scare campaign that makes the other thing so scary that you stick with what you want just because the other is worse. That's what I'm talking about. Systemic change will be harder because you're not in control the same way. But the more choice that we see, and ranked choice voting is a great way for it, it allows the extremes more, uh, there's more parity. The extremes can't dominate because of a magnified minority in a primary. And you wind up getting less extreme candidates. And that's a good thing because this is not an extreme country. That's why the fastest growing part of the electorate are people who are neither Democrat nor Republican. All right? So that's what I got. And I will keep discussing and we will debate and we will have experts. Chris, good morning. This is Frank from Claremont, Florida. I just listened to your comments on the special counsel. Is it in the public's interest? And yes, I um, understand clearly what you're trying to say and attempting to say, I mean, but not doing anything, in my humble opinion, is worse. Someone has to teach the country that the law must be respected, and Mr. Trump must pay for what he did, which is actual out-and-out treason. It is my humble opinion. It may continue to divide the country, but the right-wingers must understand that they must be educated and know exactly why. This is a process. It will take a process of different people and different entities to instruct the entire country. And this is what must be done. Thank you for listening to me. Listen, I hear you. Treason? Come on. I get that you don't like it. I'm not saying you're wrong not to like his behavior. I think there are a lot of things about the former president's behavior that you could easily dislike. I've never seen voters forgive somebody as much as they have Trump. I think it speaks to their desperation. I think it speaks to their uh, desperation for better and how much contempt they have for the system and the people in it. I think it also speaks to some minority or fringe interests within his support base. You know, the idea that they're all deplorables. Come on. Yeah, look, I keep telling you, single factor explanations, you know, painting everything with the same brush, it's always a mistake. You know, it's anathema to critical thinking. But there's a reason that Trump is meeting with people who are into anti-Semitism and QAnon and all these different things. He keeps doing it. Oh, he didn't know. He didn't. Well, then how come he doesn't randomly meet with labor leaders or randomly meet with people uh, who are in favor of radical environmentalism? Uh, or, you know, see what I'm saying? You know, why is it that every time he makes a mistake, it's because he's meeting with bad people? <laughs> you know, come on. That level of forgiveness, I've never seen anything like it in politics. And I think it's a sad commentary on where we are. Now, special counsel, just let the DOJ do the investigation. Oh, well, they wanted to remove any semblance of impropriety. Come on, man. That's Merrick Garland getting a pass as much as it is anything else. You know, this guy, I don't know why he took the job. 
because, you know, he, we saw what happened with Mueller. If you don't have a case that is really impressive of a major crime, you know, not, you know, to play with the idea of what the standard was for impeachment, right? Uh, high crimes and misdemeanors, you know, in, in Britain and then here with the founding fathers, they knew it had to be a high bar. You know, you got to catch the guy on the take. You got to catch him part of a big conspiracy that was really part of a big crime. Well, what about what happened on January 6th? Do you really believe Trump planned that? Now, is there any question that he is open to having violence and bad things that benefit him happen? No, but that's not necessarily going to be a crime, okay? And I do think that there's a cost to it. And by the way, that's always part of prosecutorial discretion. It's not just simply, well, they broke the law and I believe I can prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. They take other policies into consideration and what it means for the community, what it means for the country. I think that matters. I'm not saying give Trump a pass. I'm just saying, what do you think the goal is going to be? And what do you think happens if you swing and miss at him again? Hi, Chris. My name is Linda. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. I just want to let you know that I watch your podcast and I watch you on News Nation. I know that you don't know me from Adam, but I do have a request. I would like it very much if you didn't put yourself down so much. I think that you've been through a lot. I watched you at CNN. I saw everything that happened. You're the greatest. I think you're the greatest. I think you're the number one journalist. I think you're a good man. But don't put yourself down because you don't deserve that because you're pretty special. I know what it's like to be put down, didn't know what love was until my two girls came along. So it's very, very hard sometimes to kind of pick yourself up when people slap you down. But guess what? I look forward to you. You are good for the people. You talk to the people. You don't lie to the people. And when you talk to the people, you talk to them, not at them. So I really appreciate that. You know what? You don't have to listen to me, but I'm just telling you that I'll be watching and listening. Keep up the good work. And thank you very much for being who you are. Mm, I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. That was very nice. It was very nice. Not my singing. What you said. Uh, look, we all got our flaws. And I appreciate you trying to pick me up and giving me that boost. That's very kind. But one, those are very generous assessments, okay? I do try, all right? But I fall short as often as many. And look, you know, some people have said when I say this, oh, that's an admission that he did bad things for his brother. No, it's not. That's bullshit. Okay. I didn't do what I was accused of for my brother. And what I did do, I let you know. And that's why I'm spending all this money in litigation because it matters. It's not about some huge, stupid payday. It's about not being called a liar by people who know better. Now, do I beat up on myself? Yes. I have self-loathing tendencies. Why? Because I know me. That's why. And I want to be a better parent, a better husband, a lot in those areas. I, I do not give my best to the people who deserve it most because I'm too busy giving it to you people. No, it's, you know, it's balance. It's balance. It's consistency. And I expect a lot from myself and it bothers me more when I fall short. To whom much is given, much is expected. And I have been very fortunate and blessed. And I don't like not living up to it. I don't like how I feel. And I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And I appreciate you for what you say. 
And I will tell you this, I do work hard and I don't see that as enough. I see it as a must, but I work hard. I think about everything I say, even when it seems random, that is because I'm making it seem that way. I think about everything. I think about this stuff incessantly. I read and think and read different viewpoints on things and see how people are reacting to things all the time. It doesn't always come across, but the effort is there. I promise you that. And it's because you deserve it. And I have trouble with that word where it intersects with my own life. But, you know, I, I have to say, I don't regret sharing more of my own struggles, you know, quotidian, you know, weight and kids, all the typical junk that we deal with every day, or some of the more, you, you know, special ones that have come into my life. I don't think I overstate them. I hope I don't because I don't see it that way. I certainly don't believe I've ever been a victim of anything in my life other than myself. <laughs> so it's my brother. Ironic. So my point is this. Uh, I don't turn off my phone. Why? I have a deal with my kids. If they need me, I'm there. If I'm on TV, I'd look, I'd say, and I'd explain it to you. And I think you'd get it. I think you'd get it here. I think they'd get it on TV. There's such silly conventions. You know, you, you talk about why I do what I do and how I do it. You know, you work on something all day. It connects. It connects. People understand where you're coming from. It sparks their critical thinking. The note I get, no tie. Um, it's like, come on, man. You know, like, what, what do we value and why do we value it? What is this, getting on a TWA flight in 1958? Um, you know, we, I, I just, I believe so deeply in being real. And I don't want to give too much of myself away because it's not fair to my family, my loved ones, my friends. You know, it's, it's not their stories. To, it's not my right to talk about those dynamics. You know, I got to be careful. That's why I keep it to me. And I don't regret it because I believe it's helpful to you. And if it's helpful to you, that means everything to me. But at the same time, there's a reason nobody does what I do on, I don't know if like that's coming across to people. I certainly don't expect the media to do that in any positive way. And I'm not going to help them do it. I don't want to participate in any pieces about me. I don't trust where they're coming from, but I, you know, I, I get why people don't do it. This is like suicidal on a PR level of like talking to people about struggling and all these things. And sometimes even when I see it coming. You know, I don't know if you'll remember, but when I talked about why I stopped drinking, I said, look, I don't have a drinking problem, okay? I don't mean to diminish people's addictions and struggles and battles by putting myself in that category. It's, it's not true. But I was getting into a habit of drinking too much when I had problems. So I wanted to stop and I wanted to come into this anticipating that if there's drama, I want to be at my best to deal with it. What happens? The post says I have a drinking problem. And I told you that they were going to say that. I told you that any bottom feeder was going to say that. But I still had to deal with it. And it's still one more question I had to get for my kids. And I hate putting them in that position. So it's not so simple as to say, don't beat up on yourself. I deserve it. And I also deserve kindness. And I also deserve self-kindness and a lot of other things. It's complicated. It's more than just one thing. You're right. And more than being right, you're kind and I appreciate that. I appreciate your kindness. It's rare and it's appreciated. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Cozy Earth. Let me tell you, 
Betting matters. And this isn't just me telling you this. In a recent survey, seven out of 10 parents said that they get an average of three hours of sleep a night in the baby's first year. Hello, Greg. Now, mommies need quality sleep, and bedding will matter. There are other variables, but here's one that you can control, okay? When we made the switch to Cozy Earth, I noticed the difference. I did not know that fabric or textiles could really be temperature sensitive, meaning if it's cold, they keep you warm. If it's warm, they can kind of cool you off. I did not know that. I know it now because I have Cozy Earth, okay? So this Mother's Day, why don't you treat the mamas in your life to the luxury they deserve with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize her self-care and sleep health? Doesn't she deserve it? Mm-hmm. Don't forget, use my promo code CHRIS at checkout and you get 35% off at CozyEarth.com, okay? When you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the dropdown and that will make me very happy. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from AG1. Listen, my brothers and sisters, you know that I take my health seriously, right? I'm an aging athlete. I'm dealing with long COVID. That's why AG1 is a big part of my game, and I have been taking it for many years. Why? Because it's one and done. I don't have to worry about the combinations. I don't have to worry about the price the same way. It's so much less expensive than taking all these things separately. And it's the deliverability. It's just a scoop and a glass of warm water for me, but you can put a scoop of it in whatever you want. And boop, down the hatch, and that's that. People ask me all the time, AG1, do you really take it? Yeah, it's all over my house. And I've been drinking it for a long time, and I think it works. I have partnered with AG1 for so long because they make a high-quality product that I trust to have as part of my routine every day. So, you want to replace whatever you're doing now? Start AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash ccp. That's drinkag1.com slash ccp. Check it out. Chris, your angle on the oil prices being a global market is perfect, but here's a new twist, okay? Uh, we don't set the global the global price. It's a it's a capitalist market. So even if we're producing a hundred times what the U.S. can use, if the price is better somewhere else, the company's going to sell it somewhere else. The government doesn't own these corporations. We're a capitalist country, so it just doesn't make sense that the you got pissed off at yourself, Colton, huh? Now. You happen to be right. What's the point that Colton was making? It's that it's not just about the government. These are private companies. Yup. And they got crushed during the pandemic because demand was so down. And their shareholders said, stop using the money for exploration and refining and pay us dividends. And that's what's happening. And they're taking advantage of the increase in demand and they're charging the prices that they can. That's what they're doing. And yes, of course, well, you know, this idea of being a net exporter versus a net importer... It's so complicated. There's so many different types of products and refining between natural gas and liquid and uh, liquid natural gas and uh, propane and 
uh, what we do with petroleum and what grade of it and how refined is it. There's so much going on. It's such a diverse and broad market that it's really easy to cherry pick numbers. But here are the basics, okay? It is a world market, meaning the idea that what America does will directly influence its own price structure here greatly is just an exaggeration to the point, I believe, of being a lie because I believe it's deceptive on purpose and it's misinformation. Can you make certain changes on the price domestically, even if there's a world market set? Yes, but it's not that profound. That's what I'm trying to say. The idea that if Biden just dot, 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 gas would be two bucks again, it's just BS. And yes, we have to stop giving a pass to corporations in our analyses of problems. Did you ever notice how that always happens? Yes, the left and the, especially the, the, you know, the fringy, you know, like Bernie, you know, and that, and that type of progressive, you know, corporate greed, corporate greed, corporate greed. Okay, but what, what are we going to do about it? Taxes, they're going to get around it. And if you don't watch what you do, then they sweat labor. And, you know, we don't want them to do that. We want people to have jobs. But they always get a pass. You notice that? You even see it in other contexts. For example, um, college costs. Who should get the loan forgiveness? How much? And who's going to pay for it? And all this. How come we don't talk about how much it costs? How come nobody goes after the universities for how much they're charging for things? How, how come that's not part of the equation? You see what I'm saying? So I think there should be a concentration on that. You, you should look at who's making the money and who's not making the money. And I'm not saying you go socialist, but look, the idea that we're a purely capitalistic society is BS. And I'm not just talking about our government structure. What do you call bankruptcy? We have more forgiving corporate bankruptcy laws than any other developed nation. That's not welfare. That's capitalism. You see what I'm saying? We make accommodations on the basis of what we value. This should be no different. Hi, Chris. This is Linda. I'm calling to thank you for following up on the YouTube comments and also to let you know how that got resolved when I was catfished by counterfeit Chris. And it was quite a journey trying to figure out, was it you? Wasn't it you? And early on, I did, did figure out it was not you. It finally ended with a middle of the night email where he had to confess finally. I was about done at that point, but he confessed. He said he was sorry. He said he couldn't be you anymore. And he also thanked me for not making it harder on him than it already was. So that was the end of that. But I do want to talk to you about a couple of things. One was a comment regarding your the walking program that you want to do. And I've done walking programs before, and I have some thoughts about it, or at least one. And thanks for all you do. Now, that is some saga there with the Fugazi Chris. I don't know why anybody would want to pretend to be me. I'll tell you this. If somebody comes at you on social media, at least Instagram, and there's no blue check next to it, it's not me. And I probably am not coming at you to begin with. And I'm doing less and less social media anyway. I mean, we do it as part of the work here, but personally, it's, it has less and less appeal for me. On Twitter, anybody can have a blue check now, so that's not as simple. But I'm really sorry for that. I wish I had control over it, but I don't. I'm glad you were able to rectify it in your own way. You know, I'm getting messages about that. Somebody found my personal TikTok account, at Greg.Ott, and they messaged me to say, hey, am I talking to the real Chris? And I asked, I texted you and I said, can you verify this? And you didn't write me back. I didn't think it was really you. <laughs> was that just a shameless self-promotion from no, the TikTok account? No, I would account? never promote my personal TikTok account at greg.ot on this program. This is your program. 
This, there's no place for me to promote at greg.ot on TikTok. You see what I'm dealing the with, TikTok right? app. But I got to tell you something, though. Your boy stepped up today. Huh. We have a little ritual here, a micro habit, if you will, <laughs> where I bring Greg lunch every time he decides to show up to work. Today, not only did he show up with his own Sammy, but he got me one and it was no corner deli, you know, uh, wheel and deal. It was like an artisanal focaccia bread, different types of Italian meats that he can't pronounce just for your boy. Isn't that nice? Well, you haven't eaten it yet. It's been sitting on the counter for two hours. Even better. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for calling. I don't want your phone number. I want your email. Do you understand? I'm not going to call you. You're not going to believe it's me anyway. So let's do emails. Call 516-412-6307. Leave your email, please. Okay? And we'll have more opportunities like this upcoming. So please, it's a collaboration. That's why I call it the project. Appreciate you. And I will see you next time. Subscribe, follow, tell your friends. You're independent. You're a free agent. Own it figuratively and literally. Get the merch, wear it, be proud about yourself. Everything's branding these days. Own your own.